0: I hope you're having a fantastic day out there. I'm back at the University of Cincinnati. A lot of podcasts have been in Cincinnati so far, to say the least. Um, I'm joined by a good friend here. Very grateful uh, to be here with you, Aniket. Um, and I'm really grateful for, for people like you in this world, to be very frank.
1: Thank you, Luke.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm Aniket, and yeah, I'm glad to be here. Mm-hmm. very excited
0: yeah never We're
1: been on a podcast before so <laughs> you've never done a podcast before <laughs>
0: yeah I was, I was gonna ask uh, um but can you tell the people a little bit about yourself maybe where you're from what you're studying yeah
1: yeah so i i'm an international student at uc i'm a physics and math double major and um, i come from nepal um a country in in the himalayas in asia and I've been in this country for almost four years now. And um, yeah, that, that's why I came here really to come to UC. So mm-hmm. all my why time has C- been it? in Cincinnati. They gave me <laughs> the most amount of money, honestly. Uh, like th- it was the most affordable. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been troubled so far. So
0: good choice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I've heard that a lot from international students that Cincinnati gives a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, compared to a lot of other universities, it's really uh, oh. affordable. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I remember when I applied. Um, I think it was Syracuse. who were like, we're giving you twenty-five thousand
0: dollars scholarship. Uh, y- Talking to the mic. Talking. Oh, the mic. Yeah. and
1: um, you have to um, only pay fifty thousand now. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, what a deal! <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But What's yeah, I got the same money from UC. Most things are covered.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much better <laughs> yeah What what school like in in nepal what's your like options there like colleges is there any i, good I didn't
1: want to i so i applied to the u.s for two years um mm-hmm. the first year was just like yeah i just wanted to take a gap year and then yeah took time for my sat and then applied to like 20 schools got rejected from all 20 really yeah And then i was like where do i go because i did not want to stay in nepal it was just it had had gotten too frustrating It just things were never good never looked better there's always like some crazy issue i've i've been on the roof of a bus trying to commute to school Mm -hmm. um for like two months in a row (laughs) (laughs) so we've we've had problems like every day the traffic is crazy you know so I, i just wanted to get out I, I was looking at Austria, Germany. where can I go? because might not yeah I'm not coming to the US because 20 schools done, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I was looking at New Zealand, Hungary. I was, I was ready to go anywhere yeah. and then I applied for a second year here and I, I was also on a, gonna apply to other places that year but got into UC
0: and glad I could come here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, President of the Philosophy Club. And uh, you study physics, correct? Yes. Yes. And a minor in math? Major. Math major. A math major and a a minor in physics.
1: No, no. It's a double major. Oh, it's a double major. Physics and math. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I got you. I got
0: you. Cool, cool. Um, I wanted to kind of set the scene here and start off by a little quote. The quote goes, Everyone who is seriously involved in the pursuit of science becomes convinced that a spirit is manifest in the laws of the universe, a spirit vastly superior to that of man, and one in the face of which we, with our modest powers, must feel humble. Albert Einstein. What does that that make you think?
1: You know, I'd never heard that before, but... um I have, like, a similar idea I, 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 th- I thought of myself. And I was like, hmm, who said that? That <laughs> that sounds very familiar. Because, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, I, I, yeah, because for me, like, I, I don't believe in God, like, I'm not, um, not that religious, but um, whoever, like, mm-hmm. um, designed this thing so that mathematical equations could yeah. just explain everything around you, the light, the, yeah, the yeah. matter, everything. Whatever, whoever designed it, like whoever like came up with the system. That's that's my God. Like that, mm. that's what I've been saying for the past year. Mm-hmm. Just and um, that that resonated a lot. <laughs> and damn, Einstein. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Einstein. <laughs> yeah, that's good a fair point. point. So. I I really like that. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah. I really want to talk about like the intersection of like f- physics and science and spirituality, and how that really relates because i feel like science as of late has been kind of connecting spirituality in a, a lot of realms i think uh buddhism especially with uh, with quantum the quantum field in a lot of ways possibly um but for the longest time you know science and religion have not been able to really coexist together it's always you know if uh, there's something we can't explain then that's god yeah yeah, also,
1: um, yeah, I, I don't know about the Buddhism thing you're talking mm. about, but, um, yeah, Buddhism is probably the only religion that act- actively participates in science and is ready to hear the results. Mm. Um, that's why um, a lot of positive psychology in the last 20 years has been based on Buddhism because in I think it was in 2001 they got a bunch of Buddhist monks from Nepal and Tibet Mm to um come to some some lab in the u.s and then um these monks um were uh, are the happiest people recorded in a lab just to like according to certain metrics Mm -hmm. certain amount of waves their brain emits um these are like the happiest the most blissful the most peaceful people yeah they've checked in a lab so Mm -hmm. um that's why they've been trying to study these people more and trying to teach people like do this because see, they're so happy. So they're doing it something right. Almost everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think a lot of psychology is driven um, by Buddhism
0: these days and that that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do you, you identify yourself as Buddhist? I do. I do. I, okay. do. I thought yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was just watching like a video And something that was interesting to me, like how Buddhism relates to uh, quantum mechanics or the quantum field, I should rather say, is the infinite potentiality um, basically equals the quantum field. Um, And like a particle is a thing and a wave is like pure potentiality. So with, like, the, the example they gave in the video is, like, an orange. An orange is made up of particles that is a thing that has a place in time. And also, it has waves that have potential to manifest in whatever way possible. Yeah. So, that was interesting to me. Is like, we have this physical realm but then also there's this other infinite potential reality that we can manifest and I mean I think through consciousness and through meditation and purposefully doing that is kind of a way we can access that reality possibly what does that bring to your mind I mean, I I, I think it's it's not that complicated.
1: Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) because I... Yeah, so quantum fields is something i don't know anything about because Mm. it's a second i think it's a second year phd class Mm -hmm. if you were to go down that way um if you had to take that class so i'm not that far off in my education
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but um it's it's pretty much saying that um everything you everything you can see everything you observe pretty much has a wave function including you it's Mm -hmm. just um yeah your wave function is um yeah it's just like it's pretty much certain uh, where you are. Um, but it, if it's a small, par- smaller particle, the probability of like just being in one spot um, is very low. So you, you can never really find an electron. You have to find um, its probability density and mm-hmm. be like, OK, it's going to be around here. This mm-hmm. These are the chances. That's all you know um so yeah that's i that's what quantum mostly like is about at the most basic level mm-hmm. um but yeah i I've never really um tried to connect it with spirituality for some mm. reason it just it just feels like yeah these are just two two different parts of my life mm. I, I,
0: I don't know really yeah. so that that's interesting that that doesn't like uh interconnect at all. Y- yeah that, yeah cuz
1: you feel like they should because they they do impact me in very
0: similar ways. <laughs> uh uh-huh. That's yeah. that's interesting. Well may, maybe in the future that will change or, or alter whatever um whatever information you find out that connects to you yeah. in a certain way or something. Yeah.
1: Also like most of my life is spent doing physics
0: so I I don't think I really take the
1: time to think about physics in my free time because i'm like 70 percent of my life is taken by this thing anyway yeah. i'm not gonna give it the rest of my life too. <laughs> uh-huh. so i i don't think i think about physics as much as like i don't know some um non-physics majors or people who don't study but really like
0: physics might might do mm-hmm. so what have what have you exactly then been been learning in in physics and what intrigued you to study physics I just wanted to do something that sounded cool <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Really>? <laughs> and yeah, it would have been challenging. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought physics sounds really good. I, uh, other choice would have been computer science because I, I do like programming a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, even in physics, I'm like trying to do more computer science parts. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it just I thought it would be cool, and um, yeah, I I wanted to come to America because I grew up watching
0: too much Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, not kidding. <laughs> yeah, was it was this your first time in America yeah. when you came here? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I came to Cincinnati seeing Hollywood, so obviously disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. What was your yeah, expectations I and mean. reality? Yeah,
1: I I thought America um would like most of america would be more like new york or mm-hmm. yeah something something like a big city kind of thing but yeah this <laughs> it's is a big s- ass country yeah <laughs> cincinnati is like it's, it's not even a small city i, I don't even know it's, it's like, like middle
0: yeah 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 it's the mid place pretty much yeah <laughs> it is pretty middle it's It doesn't have a crazy population, yeah. but compared to like a New York City or a chicago it's it like dwarfs <laughs> it dwarfs yeah. those in comparison,
1: yeah, I think people here are just chilling out which is which is really cool people just they just want comfort in life, you know no one is like too ambitious or like yeah too competitive it's just just not a thing mm. around ohio that 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 is like really good um but sometimes people i I think people should like seek out other things new things to see because there's so much of the world you got to see right yeah so you can't just be stuck in one place you Mm. were born in so yeah that's where i i don't agree and
0: that's where i think i don't fit it fit here really so i i'm I'm gonna move out soon (laughs) (laughs) Uh i definitely can relate to that i feel like ohio in particular is very you can get stuck here and live in a bubble, yeah. and basically surround yourself around people who agree with everything you think, and live in Ohio for the rest of your life. It's definitely one of those places where you could just yeah. get lost. And,
1: and I've—it's probably better than like a lot of places in the world because it's, it's way safer. Like war going on there's yeah it's like a lot of things are good like there's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. decent jobs like you're not gonna yeah, die of hunger you know shit like that like that's that's really good <laughs> yeah but <laughs> compared to the rest of the country it's just like it's probably the average of the whole country
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like middle of the road <laughs> so where are you thinking of moving possibly wherever i get into grad school so mm. where are you applying to
1: Fourteen places. I oh wow. gotten into two so far, and got rejected from one.
0: Mm, what two are you get into? What? What two did you get into?
1: Uh, oh, um, Syracuse. That was today, and then um, Carnegie Mellon.
0: Mm, Congrat! Congrats. Thank you. It's yeah, cool. So
1: I, I will be going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Probably more east.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually just moved down to Kentucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. I'm finally out of Ohio, not far at all, <laughs> <laughs> but I made it out. M- Mom and dad, I made it. <laughs> I made it to Kentucky. <laughs> it's everybody's dream. <laughs>
1: Actually, a lot of people from Ohio seem to like Kentucky a lot for its farms and open land. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm really surprised.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're into, like, some natural nature and rolling hills and caves and all sorts of stuff like that, Kentucky's a place for you, for sure. It's been, it's treated me good so far. I I hope to explore some some more, like, national parks and stuff when it gets a bit warmer, do some hiking and and whatnot. But, yeah, it's very similar to Cincinnati. I mean, I literally live 20 minutes away, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But um, as far as uh, physics, just to touch back on that for a second, because I wanted I wanted to ask, like, what is in all of the empty space in the world? Like, there's so much empty space, yeah, in in between particles, and it just it just boggles my mind. We think of everything as so material and solid. But there's just so much empty space and everything. And that just kind of goes back to like the infinite potential, like that space is potential to manifest and change that. But then it's like, well, what the fuck is it? It's got to be something, right? Or is it nothing? That, that Like we talk about this in a philosophy club a lot. I've, I feel like we almost get bogged down by these words we use to describe what's what actually is yeah. and you could either say that it's nothing or it's something but you could possibly mean the same thing do you know what i'm you know what i'm trying yeah, to say yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
1: yeah that, that's interesting uh <laughs> 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 it's interesting because um, I, I don't think I, I, <laughs> I have a great answer to. Yeah no I, I don't that. think anybody tried truly but, truly but um, an interesting fact is uh-huh. that um, we know for, for sure that the universe is expanding uh-huh. which means so is empty space. Mm. So the empty space in the universe is getting big and all the all a lot of galaxies are going far and far away from us every day and they're actually accelerating as they're going away from us. Mm-hmm. So the universe is like expanding mm-hmm. and there are probably some parts of the universe we'll never see because the light from there is probably never going to reach us. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, so no one knows what happens at the end or like what is it expanding into. Mm.
0: So, And isn't it exponentially as what well? What is
1: it? Yeah, if empty space is made out of something, then what is that something coming from? Or if it's made out of nothing, nothing then even nothing needs
0: a basis to exist yeah nothing that's a a thing (laughs) like where does nothing exist (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that really is a mind fuck for sure but how it's it's expanding (coughs) in my mind and i've heard other people talk about this theory as well it's just like it expands to a certain point and then it all contracts back into one like at at a point it's just like like yeah, then that another I big bang I think that's happens. the hope because
1: it it doesn't w- make sense otherwise we yeah. we still have a lot of um explaining to do if it doesn't work out that way, and it seems like it might not there's not enough matter in the universe to just like bring everything back in. Mm. there's not enough gravity. you don't think that's possible there's not enough gravity as far as we know to bring mm-hmm. that all back in, so it's probably never coming back unless something pushes it back in. Mm which would be crazy so yeah. if there's something outside of everything then yeah what would that even
0: be yeah i mean that just goes back to the the quote i just read it's like we study science and particles and the universe and uh, nature and whatever nature is and whatever natural it <laughs> natural is mm-hmm. and try to explain it but there's there just feels like there's this power that is stronger and larger than than all of us. That kind of that kind of makes us think: how much free will do we really have? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, no, just all right i'll
0: veer it a little bit um what do you think uh we should worry about the most as humans like what it could be the thing that wipes off like half of our population or like what is the doomsday scenario that is like in your mind that you think uh <laughs> is for, like first to happen I'm going to say climate
1: change. Climate change. Yeah. When you, when you look back at the history of the world, it's, mm-hmm. we've always been at war at every point. And there's, there's been nuclear escalation more times than we can count. And we've made it this far. Yeah. So I, I think it's, we're not going to kill each other. Like there might be a couple of nukes drop, but I don't think it's going to wipe out all of humanity. Mm-hmm. I think it's still going to be like controlled damage but yeah, I think it's gonna be climate change. Mm. Is Have it been, is it gonna destroy the planet? Probably not.
0: But mm. we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're all gonna die anyway. That's yeah, that's like like for sure. The
1: planet's gonna co- make a comeback. Oh yeah, we all get wiped out. That's yeah, I mean, no issue. <laughs> you know,
0: even if eighty percent of us get wiped out, you know, that twenty yeah, percent yeah. will will live on. You know, our, there's been
1: our like um, possibilities for survival are like so good in. Um, in such a narrow set of factors that it's crazy like this amount of gravity like this amount of you know oxygen this amount of nitrogen this amount of protein this amount of plants and other beings that we eat around us it's just like we're so sophisticated that if something from outside space were to happen or something were to happen to earth we would we'd get wiped out instantly
0: because
1: mm. we're not going to survive on mars um venus is all liquid i think so you can't even go in um we're not gonna survive on jupiter like yeah. not gonna survive on the moon <laughs> so we're gonna get wiped out fairly easily just mm. by natural um natural disasters or
0: if we create
1: those disasters ourselves then we're done <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah have you heard of uh the poles shifting no before? What, what is that so Basically, scientists have said that the poles have shifted. uh, I think uh, around one hundred and seventeen times in Earth's history. So basically, there is you know like a magnetic force, like a north and a south, um, and uh, like a positive negative charge, basically keeping the the Earth like in line, and that also then creates our uh, magnetic field around the Earth, and. Basically, these these poles, this positive and negative charge, have flipped many times in the past, and when this happens, complete catastrophe happens on Earth. Like the there's tsunamis that are like two three miles high, um, earthquakes, uh, the electromagnetic field of Earth basically dissipates by like eighty. or something like that, so we're easily susceptible to radiation and uh, stars or comets hitting us easier, solar flares, Um, it's just a a crazy thing that we don't think about, I feel like, often today, but it's not, if it's going to happen again, it's when it's going to happen again, and, you know, nobody truly knows when this is going to happen. And we know it has happened, and there's evidence out there that suggests that it has happened. Um, But the crazy thing is, climate change could be also a factor that we're affecting it and speeding it up, possibly. There's already, uh, if you look up the South Atlantic anomaly, there's basically a blip in the uh, magnetic field of Earth around Like the bottom of South America, and basically in that area, there's like high radiation, and the magnetic field is like really weak in that part. And it's been expanding and forming into like two blobs, and those blobs are starting to like disconnect. So the theory is those those are going to disconnect and become larger, possibly. And you know if that happens, then we're susceptible to so many different catastrophes. (laughs) yeah i mean people people are now starting to um
1: see that climate change is doing things because for the last 20 30 years the ocean's been taking it all up the ocean has gotten warmer by one degree celsius in the in the past like two or three decades that's how bad it's been Mm -hmm. so yeah now the ocean can't take it anymore and all the coral reefs are dying. A lot of um, marine species are dying. That will face the consequences at some point for that. But that's slow. But when we start seeing hurricanes and tsunamis, that's when we panic. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Th- that's one of my biggest fears is tsunamis, I swear. Uh, but the the crazy thing is this past year, 2022, wasn't that bad for hurricanes or, or tsunamis. See, that's the thing, right? They say that, and then the next year, it's just like double the damage. (laughs) Yeah, it it quite possibly could be. I think I I heard research that basically um, the ocean heating up like it is uh, makes for much stronger tsunamis and hurricanes, but less frequent. So they happen less often, but when they do happen, they fuck shit up, (laughs) like big time. Um, so, yeah, maybe we'll see that in the near future. But, yeah, I, th- I think you're right on that. I think Mother Nature will, will kill us before before we kill each other. Hopefully. I, I, I'd i hate to see us just take our, our own self out. I think that's a pretty shitty story. Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, we
1: it's not like we aren't doing things to reverse a lot of the stuff. Um, it's probably... This country is pretty bad, but even here, like, they're taking some efforts, like, to at least, like, move to renewables, like you, every, um, in a lot of windy places you go, um, out Mm -hmm. in the, out in the farms, there's tons of windmills, like, hundreds and hundreds of windmills everywhere, Mm -hmm. and um, that's a good thing. Um, Yeah, they, they should also think of investing in nuclear power, which would be great, but no one's talking about it, unfortunately. Mm, I've, I've, I've heard a lot about it recently, or maybe I my th- I think France pretty much gets all of its electricity from nuclear. Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. France does? Yeah. Wow.
1: They might se- even sell some of it. I, I don't know. Mm. The only concern right now, though, with nuclear fission is that after a certain point, you can't really use the radioactive substance to like heat up the water which is usually what they do to produce electricity but mm-hmm. you can't really do that because there's not enough energy but this if it's uranium like it's gonna last for years like probably like i, I don't know depending on the type maybe thousands of years
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not gonna go away mm-hmm. <laughs> so we need to you can't just like leave radiation like that out yeah. there it's gonna be a ton of radiation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the biggest problem is where do you decompose it, where do you take it?
0: hmm Damn.
1: I think Finland has come up with the most um advanced idea, trying to bury it under the ocean floor. So it'll just be the plan is this is long term planning. I think they're mm-hmm. planning it to like stay there for like ten thousand years. Like God knows if Finland is still gonna be a country until then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah,
0: I think that's their plan. Like a very
1: ridiculously long amount of
0: time. Yeah. Like <laughs> But w- couldn't that cause radiation in like the seafloor? Then. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I I think they're gonna still gonna like,
1: um, yeah, could cover it up and yeah do, do do everything well it's just like it's it's designed so that it minimizes damage
0: to anywhere mm.
1: so that's been the plan um let's see
0: do you think nuclear energy is our best bet at getting sustainable basically unlimited energy not really like no. I, I think windmills and solar will get you there yeah pretty
1: yeah I think solar will get us there pretty quickly. It's been expanding insanely, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's like at s- certain points. Um, I think California at certain points last year had all of its electricity from renewables, or like something like that. Pretty really? uh, yeah, or like more from renewables for a while, some something like that. But they they've been investing a lot. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I think New York is putting windmills on the on the sea. <laughs> Outside the city. Really? And that's, yeah. Yeah. That's, huh. Interesting ideas everywhere. Yeah. And we're going to get there at some point because it depends on the country too. If you have a lot of rivers like Nepal, all of your electricity can come from hydropower. Mm-hmm. Nepal produces everything from hy- – we, we don't use coal. Mm-hmm. We don't we – don't. that's why we're like um, – we're such a poor country, but like we, we don't spend that much on energy. Energy is ridiculously cheap in nepal because it's all from (laughs) hydropower wow we don't have to purchase anything you just like build the infrastructure and sit down (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and now they're they're trying to like increase or they have increased energy prices basically around the world because of you know the conflict in ukraine and russia and uh and like people wanting to be sustainable so they basically are Taxing people heavier to use like coal yeah. and gas and stuff, and and like Germany, I heard the energy prices went up like five times.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think what it's doing is pushing everyone away from um, oil and natural gas mm-hmm. because people are realizing you can't give that much power. To anyone and i think especially the u.s right now is realizing with saudi arabia who um being one of the best u.s allies in the middle east mm-hmm. um still betrayed america and still like uh, colluded with russia to increase oil prices i think probably to rig the elections mm. um which is yet yeah, an interesting thought <laughs> but yeah they, they increased oil prices despite being like if, if saudi arabia were to get invaded tomorrow and the u.s didn't do anything it'll be a big shocker it's like that's how close they are they pretty much like they have u.s bases down there mm-hmm. they depend on the if I- iran hates them because um iran is like yeah it's their own thing i think iran is like with russia and yeah they have yeah the, iran would invade saudi arabia if like apparently that's the intelligence saying if america were not to defend if iran knew for sure america would not defend they might attack um and then um now the relationships is getting pretty bad because they killed a journalist in Canada a few years ago. The Saudis, yeah, and then they 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 try they rigged Jeff Bezos' phone, tried to ta- track him apparently to kill him because what? His, his, his the newspaper he owned um, is it Washington Post I think um, wrote something about the Saudi crown prince Mohammed mm-hmm. bin bin Salman, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he wanted him gone. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, like that's, that's, wild. that's how much they've been getting away with mm-hmm. and I, I think it's like it's about to break at this point they can't just like get away with anything they want to do <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, they're probably, they probably,
1: but they they are like one of the biggest customers of America Mm -hmm. (laughs) in terms of buying weapons. And then America gets a a lot of oil from them. So it, they used to be good allies. Mm -hmm. And the Americans would look away, literally, everything you know, they look look the other way for no matter what. So uh, Osama bin Laden's family is still in Saudi Arabia. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think his um, brothers are, like, still there. Mm. Um, Protected no, by the Saudis. No, nothing nothing happened to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Although, like, the guy is pretty much from there. But they invaded Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> it's like, allies have
0: privileges. <laughs> mm, yeah, definitely. But now, like, in the future, the, they're already moving away from, from oil, even in, in the Middle East. I mean, it's going to dry up at some point. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to make these big infrastructure moves to make like, yeah, like Dubai and S- Saudi Arabia and um, United Emirates, like all. I I
1: really feel sad. For, um, for those countries yeah. because they all they're doing is a dick-measuring contest with Western countries, especially America. Mm-hmm. Dubai is just like trying to copy Miami and New York. That's, that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. They, yeah. they, they have so much culture, right? Like they have so much tradition. They have so much history. Mm-hmm. Yet they choose to build skyscrapers that look make you look like New York City. Mm-hmm that's their problem. Like it's why, why not build something about like their own culture, own tradition, your own religion, like show us the things, like show us the buildings in that style. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see another New York in the middle East. No one wants to see Vegas in the middle East. Yeah.
0: So they're building the line. <laughs> oh, my oh my God.
1: That's, I I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be a reality. Honestly, uh-huh. It's yeah. it might they be already started of, it it might be one of those things where you know like the engineers and the scientists get rich architectures get rich and then at some point it just becomes impossible and then they all
0: run with the money kind of thing yeah, <laughs> that could definitely <laughs> definitely happen yeah yeah there's a lot of those big um, structures do you coming do you know about the islands in um, is it Abu
1: Dhabi uh, they they I think it's Dubai, the Palm Islands, um, where they pretty much decided to build different shaped islands outside of the city on the sea.
0: I think I've heard of that. And and th- they're they like floating. They
1: abandoned it because like, a small tsunami will destroy you. Like <laughs> It's not safe at all. Yeah. Why, why would you do that? It's so unstable. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> yeah, I've been, fl- I've been following a, a lot of those.
1: It's just like if you it's pretty much like 10 year old me just playing like sim city or something (laughs) you know just like see what stupid shit i can do
0: and get away with (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's ambitious but probably for the wrong reasons a lot of times just because for a tourist attraction and and money uh, created in a region which they know is probably going to be underwater or whatever it may be um You know, it's kind of like a a lot of them are like answering sustainability, really, and answering so many of the problems with the way we've set up cities nowadays, Um, especially in America. Have you heard of the project uh, Telosa? What's that? Um, It's like a, a new sustainable city. It's supposed to be built somewhere in like the Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada region or something like that. Um. Yeah, you should look it up. Definitely, sometime it's it's pretty out there. It's it's has a lot of initiatives towards like equity and sustainability, um, walkability. Just a brand new city, like from the ground up, and it's being funded by billionaires. See that?
1: That sounds really cool, right? Mm-hmm. But there are easier solutions to making a city sustainable. It's just like back with the same thing. You keep adding more lanes. Traffic doesn't get solved. You know, everyone else. Talk of the the Hyperloop. Nothing. Nothing. No progress. Like, all these governments are going to come after his ass in a few years. (laughs) Because there is no progress on Hyperloop. All these fancy concepts. Like, at the end, they just want to create a train. Mm -hmm. And you know train solves your traffic problem. It it does almost in every city. And no one's going to get trains. It's just like... Something like that. Mm. No one wants to solve the problem. They will just like come up with fancy ideas like carbon filter or something. No, yeah. just stop cutting the trees. Like that's going to help a lot more. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Like stop flying private jets. That's going <laughs> to help a lot more than your stupid technology. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's why I. I never, like, try to focus on ideas like that. Mm-hmm. It's just some of them are great. Like, if you're creating actual solutions, like, let's say, electric planes is something I can get behind because mm-hmm. we do need to reduce those emissions. Yeah. Planes take up a lot. So. great idea. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. But why do you need something like the Hyperloop or why do you need, like, a 100% sustainable city or whatever that is when you can just, like, do actual changes in like 50 cities at once you can just like invest a bit in public transportation reduce car usage or something like that like it's going to help you save a lot of money too if mm-hmm. you don't have to keep building roads and maintaining them yeah 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 That that's just my concern you know a lot of problems we have have like basic solutions you know you could just like google it and become an expert in two hours there's so much good content on it yeah you could just like solve so many issues like that but people want to have fancy solutions people want to solve people want to solve problems that don't even exist yet that's Mm. that's
0: that's the biggest problem Mm. you think we create the majority of the problems definitely yeah. yeah yeah and then try to try to solve them
1: yeah yeah it's like they made the economy too dependent on oil and now, um, it's like the what was I gonna say, the, the courts, they they rule in favor of oil companies when it comes to plastics. Because they're like the economy is going to go down. These countries, are, uh, companies are going to suffer a lot if we ban plastics. In I think Cincinnati, the Ohio court ruled that you can't ban plastics in Cincinnati. Mm. They've been trying to avoid that for as long as they can.
0: Yeah, you I don't get why they why they won't just banning
1: reasons for like loss of revenue to these companies. Mm-hmm. Which why do you care about the company more than the environment?
0: Mm yeah because those are the the people who are paying you yeah, it's like paying such the politicians. A basic
1: thing it's it's not even gonna affect anyone. You just like buy a five dollar tote bag and then you're done. you're set for the rest of your life. It's not gonna break <laughs>
0: yeah you know, Banning plastic is not hard, but you just can't do anything here <laughs> that's it's tough how interconnected companies are with with government yeah. we we say it's like supposed to be disconnected from religion and special interests and corporate greed and all that, but it's just so so intertwined. It's a mess.
1: Yeah, yeah. The reason um the US has jaywalking um is prob mostly because of General Motors. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. And um I, I don't know, it's probably the twenties or the thirties, but apparently it started from Cincinnati. Since people really? in Cincinnati and advocacy groups sued um cars for taking away the streets and making them less safe for people because back then people cars everyone was on the street Mm -hmm. and then um the corporations won the lawsuit um and lobbied the government to create this thing called jaywalking and kicked people off the streets and made it illegal for people to even be on the street Mm. in european countries there's no such thing as jaywalking as long as, like, you don't get yourself hit. If you get yourself hit, uh, then it'll be a case-by-case case basis. But most of the time, if the road is empty and someone crosses it, you should not be punished for that. That's such a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. But it's basically down to the automax- auto manufacturing industry. Yeah, And they made a lot of money out of that. They... GM killed the streetcar. They They bought... Brought, bought the streetcar company in LA and killed it it was one of the best streetcars in the world back mm. then.
0: dang I, I d- actually my last podcast was with um, this guy named Alejandro from uh, the digital futures building he yeah. works in the future mobility yeah um, like transportation department yeah. working on like the future of transportation it was a really great conversation and one of the things he said I think I think the company was GM I think they bought up the public transport, like, the buses, the public buses in yeah. cities to That's basically... Them.
1: That's them, yeah. Fuck with them. Yeah, I think they um destroyed a lot of railroad companies the same way. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so evil, bro. It's so evil. I know, and then they pretty much, like, lobbied for highways and have been getting their way ever since.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like you said, like, adding more lanes never actually solves the traffic problem it just
1: yeah yeah
0: cuz it's like if it's a
1: small town maybe an extra lane maybe like a couple hundred people got added you know an extra yeah. lane will help uh-huh. but in a city of 300,000 people in a metro of 3 million people doesn't matter how many lanes you got like mm-hmm. you can't fill that shit up
0: <laughs> yeah
1: just yeah people will keep there's there's I, th- I think it's called parkinson's law something like that it's like the more um it's pretty much induced demand when you add a lane people who would rather stay home on a friday night are like oh the traffic isn't bad at this time because there's a yeah. lane. so uh-huh. people start going out and then it's a routine and then everyone starts going out and then all of a sudden you see the new lane is completely full <laughs> And then you add five more lanes, same story. Mm-hmm. Keep going, keeps going on forever. That's what's happening in Texas. They don't invest in buses, they don't invest in trains, no public transportation. But mm-hmm. they have like seven, eight lanes on one side. Yeah, and the traffic is just always a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they how they never thought about that. There's so many roads there. Like it's kind of cool, honestly. I I would say like if you yeah, I it's what wor- I think it's. Wor- worth checking out at some point in your life. Like, <laughs> the insane amount of massive roads mm-hmm. all around. It was pretty cool when I saw it. Yeah. Like, it's just pointless. Complete waste of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the the transportation system is fucked up. We need more public transportation system. And we're just such a car-centric uh, country. I mean, that's like the whole... And And the know. thing is,
1: like, most rich countries have similar amounts of car ownership rates. I think... Italy has a higher car ownership rate than America. Really? But that's because, like, they're also really into cars. Italians are passionate about uh-huh. cars, so maybe yeah. that's why. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, Germany still, like, has, like, 75 80% car ownership. So, so does the UK. Like, everyone owns cars. It's just you shouldn't have to drive your car to do groceries or, like, just mm-hmm. go out to a park and just, like, walk around or go out to bars on the weekends. You should be able to take the bus or the yeah. train.
0: Mm-hmm. Like the the way we set up even parking lots. It's just, you you don't find things like this almost anywhere else in the world. It's just like a ginormous parking lot with like stores just around it, and you, it's yeah. it's literally so big that you you drive your car from one side of the parking lot so, to so the other. My side. cousin
1: in Rochester, um, he he lives around one of those things, and mm-hmm. right across the street is Walmart, uh-huh. but you can't walk there because there's no sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's It's a pretty accurate description of most places in this country. Yeah, you just can't walk there even if it's across the street. It's yeah. dangerous to cross. Yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. but wh- what what is your your philosophy on on government? I know we've talked about this in in the club and whatnot, but in in your opinion, what what philosophy towards government? do you take
1: Me really i i think in today's world we do need government we we definitely need government we definitely need laws cuz people don't think about this enough the food you buy from the supermarket um like the vast majority of the times is guaranteed to be safe because it's regulated it's there's laws around what you can do and you what you cannot do Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of regulations around that stuff, which yeah. makes it safe. Like saying yeah. with the drugs you buy, like they're in uh, Czech, Like they're I mean, bad.
0: I would say yeah, but a lot of that is fake as well. That's just like processed fake shit. Th-
1: that's fair, but like at least it's you know like it's not gonna give you cancer in five years, you know.
0: Like,
1: Dude, I, I wanna <laughs> I want to agree
0: with you, bro, but like I'm not sure that that's true. I'm really not like. <laughs> A lot of the case, I mean, yeah, the FDA no, no, does. No. So, so it's like you've you grown up here,
1: so you don't uh-huh. know this. But in other countries, people would just buy vegetables, eat them, and die. That happens a lot. Uh-huh. Or like just, yeah, just some kind of contamination in the food mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Doesn't happen here that yeah. often. i yeah, agree with you. It's, it's checked you pretty there. well for quality and everything. So mm-hmm. they do maintain that there's that obviously and what was it what was the point like
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like your your philosophy of like of government what what should what should government be like um like more like laissez-faire hands-off policies or they should be controlling property and they should be controlling uh information and
1: neither really I, I i think um most um i want the government to fund most of the things that happens in a country but i don't want the government to run it mm. so pretty much a good example would be amtrak um amtrak's pretty shit because no one's really putting money into it but you could do a lot of great things with amtrak it's pretty much a private company owned 100 percent by the american government. Um, a lot of the railways in the UK, I think, um, are, like, in part owned by the government. Um, but they privatized theirs a while ago. So I, I think the government should at least, like, fund some services, like education, um, healthcare, care, stuff like that, public transportation roads, um, yeah, the fire department, certain stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, outside of that, I, I think the government should ensure that people are safe from um, corporations and um, things like that. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I think that's where it should stop, really. The government should not be going further than that and say, like, oh, you should be wearing this or you should be doing this. You should be following this religion. You should not go here. Like, that's, I don't think that's,
0: yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they could definitely set it up in a way that is, like, nefarious towards that, but just not outwardly... Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Cuz I I I think I want the government to fund most things because I feel like it's just it just feels morally wrong that someone is making money off of healthcare or making money off of education. It just feels like these basic things that everyone should have like why is someone allowed to make a profit out of it, you know? mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, it's um, very The driven. food,
1: like most of the food we eat, is subsidized. That's why it's so cheap. It's just the farmers are insanely subsidized to keep the prices low, so that, so that um, some of the poor countries don't get to sell their food here, mm-hmm. price them out. It's a it's a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Countries like Nepal are taxed fifteen percent to sell their goods in this country, while really? European countries five percent. So Mm. they do have some strategies to keep them poor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
0: Dang. But um, something we were talking about kind of last time, and we talk about all the time, is is like what is natural, right? And uh, as far as laws go, like you know, John Locke says like we have these natural rights as a human for like life, liberty property pursuit of happiness whatever so like are these things ever changing or were these are these things uh set in stone what do you think
1: yeah i i don't think they can be set in stone because when you take away humans there is no such thing as natural rights because there is no way we apply those to even pets we don't apply all the human rights to animals. Yeah. So there can't be any human rights without the humans. And it really depends on what kind of humans there are mm-hmm. and what kind of natural rights they, they, they should have, they, they think they should have, how far has society progressed. Because the right to vote would, would not be a thing even in, like, very liberal societies 1,500 years ago.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it can be taken to to an ex- extreme almost as well possibly um I don't know, like you just see your rights expanding. I mean, I think for a lot of good reasons, but for example, is it everybody's uh natural right to be given internet access?
1: yeah that that would really depend on how society is shaped up mm-hmm. and I, I i think the way we've set up everything right now yeah because you can't even access basic government services these days without really having internet mm-hmm. and a lot of people in this country don't have internet like not everyone here does even, really? even if they want like in a uh-huh. lot of rural areas there's there's not internet no internet and i think they're trying to help that Uh but it's apparently because there's a monopoly from like at&t and verizon and um they they just wouldn't build anything there because it's not profitable to serve one house with like one big piece of infrastructure (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh so yeah yeah i think the government's trying to fix that but yeah i I think people should have internet because you just you just can't live these days your bank account like yeah everything messaging anything mm-hmm. yeah if you go to school you definitely need it even doctor's appointments everything mm-hmm. it's just yeah most things happen online these days
0: mm-hmm. yeah i agree you you have to be pretty pretty disconnected from from life today if you don't go online whatsoever which is kind of crazy to think about like just thinking about a time when there was no <laughs> internet. Yeah, when I grew, when I was growing up,
1: it was so weird.
0: <laughs> thinking about it is like
1: we've changed so much, and yeah. it's just like just hard in to a grasp. short time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is wild. Like,
1: smartphones weren't a thing. Like yeah, what, fifteen years ago, ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not really. No. <laughs> and they've just changed everything and that's kind of the the exponential uh technology expansion and we just get better and better and better yeah. and then i think as uh, as human beings and our morals and ethics and uh how we interact in society and all that how much has that changed that hasn't it's not keeping up with the technological advancement you know yeah, it's definitely not
1: cuz I I think people people's attention span is um yeah, it's just no one has enough attention to yeah. really interact with other other people. <laughs> yeah,
0: especially for a long long period of time. Yeah, I, c- I can attest. It's just <laughs> that
1: if you're not fresh enough, um you would struggle in socially, you'd struggle in social situations. It's, yeah. just, it's not something you just like can restart after not going out for three months (laughs) or like just like playing video games all day you can't just like go out and socialize you need to like be sharp Mm -hmm. so i I think a lot of people are losing that and um i I think it's also like down to parenting a lot too because if you're giving them your your ipod ipad um and you're just saying like do whatever the fuck you want yeah because you don't want to be a parent Mm -hmm. for a while um yeah, that's your fault. It's yeah. like we, we need to teach people to um yeah, to parent better. You can't technol- technology is not a substitute for parenting. A lot of people need to understand that. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you're going to have kids, like you better give them time. You can't just like you can't just have a machine feed them, you know. They need the parental love. They need like need to feel safe around someone.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these tools are so so valuable. I mean, you could literally a lecture from some of the best minds that have ever lived. Yeah. That are like on video. But at the same time you people still need to darker. interact people with people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah, it's it's definitely not going the right way. Mm-hmm. But I I do think um a lot of like older people, not even older, like people above 25, 30 Mhm already starting to realize that. Mm, and yeah. um a lot like a lot of people in my generation don't really use social media that much. Um and it's just a just thing. Like maybe they use Instagram but that's it. Like no one has Facebook yeah.
0: at all. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's
1: just like people shift away. And I've met people who just don't use social media at Same. all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's like that's great. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're going the right way. <laughs> that's <laughs> off to them.
0: Yeah, really Yeah because it, it can serve as, as such a distraction.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then I think, like, people are hooked to TikTok. It's so addictive. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even realize that. When something is just so normal, you, you don't realize how addicted you are. Because if you can just talk about TikTok at school, at home, with your friends, anyone, it means it's just a part of your life. And you you, you you can't give it up. You don't realize you, you can't give
0: it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's cr- that's so crazy. Like, I never would have thought. That it's the same
1: with Facebook. I, uh-huh. I I cannot delete my Facebook account because I would lose legitimately lose contact with a few people forever mm-hmm. if I were to just delete Facebook. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yeah. I never use it, but I only use it for messages.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm.
1: yeah, they get you like that.
0: Yeah, they g- they g- they got us hooked because there are these social platforms that keep us in contact with friends and family that maybe we don't see every once in a while. We don't we don't have any other contact information of them. It's like the only way we can get a hold of them. So they're they just got us trapped. (laughs) And then they feed us ads and algorithms to keep us there as long as possible. Yeah,
1: Facebook used to be a cool place. And then one day I just opened it and full of ads. (laughs) Never stopped. Yeah, I think I, I was done when they started showing videos as ads and they would autoplay. That's when I lost it. I'm mm. like, I can't do this anymore.
0: Uh-huh. What do you think about Twitter?
1: Twitter? I, I deleted Twitter you a deleted while ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had enough. It's just... Mm-hmm. N- nothing good comes out of Twitter. Like, it's... Mm. It's always an echo chamber, no matter which side you're on. Mm. And um, it's just... There's nothing good happening on Twitter except people just passing time
0: mm. yeah yeah i deleted twitter probably close to a year ago for for a couple months like a good ass long time probably a good six months or something and then i redownloaded it and have had it for the past couple months and i think it's gotten better since elon has taken it over really like the freedom of speech like you could tell before elon took it over that you were getting like catered what you're being uh, being fed because of the government is basically, you know, giving Twitter money to say, "Hey, you can't say stuff about like this conspiracy theory or yeah, that evidence." I, I
1: thought that was just Twitter doing it to be reputable, and it's lost a lot of advertising revenue. It's lost a lot of value, and yeah, like people are not gonna not gonna advertise the neo Nazis. It's you could call it freedom of speech, but. Mm it is freedom of speech can't apply to a corporation you can't just be like these laws that apply to people apply to this company that is free to make its own decisions mm. right so you can let's say you're you're in a hotel um it doesn't matter um what you're used to like they can set some of their own rules and be like you can't like be out in this kitchen after 8 p.m. yeah or like, yeah, you can't be out yelling. Or like, if you're drunk, we'll kick you out. Something they can have their own policies. Mm-hmm. So that's how I see it. I, I would, yeah, I would definitely have a problem if you couldn't like go out in public and like demonstrate that. That's a different thing. But Twitter is it's a private company, mm-hmm. and they do what makes them the most money what makes them the most money is to keep it less controversial
0: mm, i think it's now like almost the opposite where the it's controversy like it's, it's like the wild west now like i see yeah, it's, i it's see lost tweets credibility
1: it's lost mm-hmm. so much credibility and um all the because of his he's getting sued for this i think mm. but, um all, almost all auto manufacturing companies have pulled money out of they're not advertising because he owns Tesla, too. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> that's funny. move. I think Tesla shareholders are um, suing him for tanking the value. Really? Or just, like, yeah, being a bad image of the company. Mm. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. I don't know. I, f- I feel like... So, if he wants that company to be that way, that's cool. Like, that's an edgy, edgy place for, like, I don't know, people to have free speech, whatever, mm-hmm. but... Like you can't complain when everyone just abandons you for like allowing shit like
0: that yeah (laughs) i mean (laughs) i mean at that point he doesn't care about advertising and stuff of course of course like he needs to make a profit and like stay above ground and employ people and whatnot but really i think the goal is to make twitter like the community like bulletin board also it, it exposed
1: how bad labor laws are um, right after he took over Twitter because he couldn't fire that many people in Europe. He couldn't fire that many people in London. He couldn't fire that many people <laughs> in France. He couldn't... is he, not allowed to. Like, mm. it's going to be a massive lawsuit and mm. he's just going to end up paying them, like, a lot of money. So they went about it slow in Europe because mm. they have rights. You can't just fire people like that. Uh-huh. In America your company could literally just be bought by a man child like that. And who was just going to fire everyone mm-hmm. and, um, just like downsize for no fucking, it, it was a good company. You could have just made a couple of changes and got it going, but he had to just meddle with every single thing there was and just completely tank all prospects of the company ever being what it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's, yeah, that's just my thought on Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you're not a you're not a fan of of Elon at all. You think he's just one of those billionaire guys who thinks he's doing good stuff, but he's not actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, his his ideas were cool at some point, but then, you know, the guy is not trying to solve the energy crisis if he's just building an underground tunnel where you can only drive Teslas.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just just a load of shit. Mm-hmm. It's just waste of money, and I don't think it's gonna. It's trying to help at all mm-hmm. by doing those things. I think like Mars SpaceX is really is out is pretty there. Cool, like it's pretty. Yeah, it's, what do you th- it's a cool idea, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna trust that guy. No one's gonna go to Mars with him. I I don't think people are gonna put money in him for a while. It's just like it's destroyed his own reputation. You think? Because you would expect most billionaires to be assholes, right? But. If he's just tweeting every thought he has, like it exposes how dumb he is too. That's why most people keep a low profile. Most rich people just yeah. exist out there. They don't want you to know like who they are.
0: Yeah, yeah. But if
1: you're like exposing yourself, even Jeff Bezos, like you d- we don't know what he thinks every day. Like yeah. We yeah. don't know what he's like on a daily basis. Uh-huh. And we we should not know if yeah. he, if he wants to like keep up this image of a great CEO. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's kind of cool though. With Jeff with Bezos Elon. is also a dumbass. Could be.
0: Yeah, but you're never gonna know that's the thing you know? <laughs> all his yeah, like,
1: interviews are prepped
0: Uh huh. like I feel like of course Elon has uh, you know his own biases and con- like being uh, tied down to s- shareholders and whatnot but I feel like he's a somewhat honest person and how like you just said most billionaires aren't like open and public like that and just like saying his ideas and stuff, which I think can be valuable, but also um, dangerous, depending on who you are. Yeah, it's like, if you're Warren
1: Buffett, you're just a guy who, like, who figured out a flaw in the stock market, pretty much. You're just like, I know how to make money, right? So he's genuine. He's honest. People love him. But no one loved Bill Gates until, like, I don't know what happened to him. They probably just, like, did some training on him but he he became from one of the most hated people to one of the most liked billionaires out of nowhere and that was i don't know that was an interesting point because he was one of the most hated people in the 90s and just like (laughs) did a complete yeah reverse and just started being liked so Mm -hmm. yeah you know you don't know how he is like because his wife like turns out um he was a very shitty person. Turns out, from hearing from his wife after really? the divorce, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was cheating with someone at Microsoft, um, cheating on hi- her with someone from Microsoft, and like the employees told her and that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of shit going on. Um, yeah, and the guy was like known for ruthlessly taking down any competitors in the '90s. That's how he got rich. Yeah, and yeah, everything else has been reputation cleansing, which has worked great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it's catching back up to him. I think people are seeing through his, his bullshit, yeah. and his. Uh, I, I think the vaccine has really exposed that. Um, but he's trying. He's trying to make a, a comeback as well now. I think he was trying to say that that the vaccine like didn't work and he was wrong or they were all wrong with it. Um, Wait,
1: but why do you think it didn't work? Why does he? No, you think the vaccine didn't work, or did he? What? What are you saying
0: i i'm not I'm not positive, so don't like quote me or whatever but I mean it's like known fact that what scientists were saying or what some people were saying before that um it stops uh transmission like you won't get if you get this vaccine you won't get covid and you you can't give it get it to anybody else, but that's far far from true it, it stopped people dying
1: right Do you not think so? How do you think the death rate was so high in 2020 and 21? Why do you think overall deaths went up? Why do you
0: think it went down last year? Why do I think it went down last year? Probably because we have better immunity, thanks to natural immunity, possibly vaccines as well. Um, Yeah, but
1: people died a lot more. Without the vaccine, like my own grandmother died. Really, without the vaccine, yeah. So yeah, I I know a neighbor who died. Um, I personally know a few people who mm. died from COVID. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. So for me, it's it's just like, and I suffered from long COVID for 15 months. Um, mm. It was my second shot of the vaccine that actually helped i really would have trouble breathing for uh-huh. like six seven months after getting covid Shit. so i i am like get the vaccine like it's you're not gonna suffer that much trust me it's mm-hmm. very hard when it like really gets you it's yeah yeah i don't know i think i was just alone and just like could not heal i, I didn't see another human for 10 15 days so maybe that's why it was so hard mm-hmm.
0: but Damn, yeah it lasted tough. lasted a while <laughs> yeah that's that's terrible bro that's i'm sorry to hear that yeah but
1: yeah i mean for the vaccine bill gates i he he made sure um that um they they didn't like make their vaccine did not um what was i gonna say he ma- he asked the company he invested in to make sure the vaccine was patented well and i like, made yeah made sure made a lot of money out of it
0: yeah Um, like that's what i was gonna say too is like he kind uh, of he knew this was coming
1: he's definitely a shitty person um and i mean i don't know if he knew it was coming or not but he he's just taking opportunity he saw the pandemic he's like i'm gonna make some vaccines put some money in and get a lot of money out of it Mm -hmm. oh god like all that all that government money spent on making the vaccine and now is saying we'll charge you 100 bucks for the vaccine privately. Really? Yeah, when the government's not buying it, they're going to charge you more than 100 bucks. <laughs> For government made vaccine. Like it's pretty much Pfizer was like literally just a contractor there, like technically looking at the technical aspects. Who funded all of it? The US government and streamlined everything. The FDA, like streamlined the whole bureaucratic process <laughs> to make sure we have a vaccine to save this many people. Mm-hmm. And then they go on and patent it at like hundred dollars plus and just don't give it to the poor countries at first, and do a lot of shit like that. It's just these are really sketchy companies, you mm-hmm. know. Like there's there's nothing good, um, nothing good about them really. I I cannot like, I don't have one good thing to say about these pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, same. Because even without them, l- I think if the government invested all the money it does in pharmaceutical companies, just to like scientists, I think they would still get the shit done. All that money is just being wasted on giving them profits because they patented and they're allowed to sell it at whatever and all the money comes from the government when there's promise in the research. Mm -hmm. So maybe that system should really change. And yeah, this is where I think the government could help almost every other country in the world negotiates drug prices they set legal drug prices which make sure insulin doesn't cost you a thousand yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah that's definitely something the government could probably could probably do Um, there's so many economic models and uh, simulations on what would happen if if this or this or something um But, you know, I'm no political scientist or know know the best policies, so I don't know. But Bill Gates, sketchy character. He wants everybody to eat bugs now. Yeah. (laughs) You see that? No? Yeah, he's like promoting Americans to to eat bugs. Interesting. I have not seen that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's a big proponent and investor in cultured meat which is basically lab-grown meat, which, I don't know, I'm kind of sus on that. <laughs> that kind of sounds a bit weird to me, yeah, but I don't know. He probably has
1: too much money, so it's, it's just going to go in like almost every promising sector anyway, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder which of those he personally advocates for. <laughs> what do you mean? Because I, I don't think... A lot investing in a lot of these companies is just like something he he just wakes up and it's like this is something I want to do I, I want to do this yeah it's probably more like a group of financial advisors mm. saying maybe this one's gonna make it big yeah here but I wonder like which of those companies like he actually believes in <laughs> that would be interesting to know mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah and he's bought up like a shit ton of land in the yeah, yeah
1: I, I think he's the largest farm. Al- yeah, Forn- yeah. Farm owner in the country, landowner in the country. Yeah, and it's just open lands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder what he what he plans to do with it. I don't know. He's charge not, charge he's people, 60,
1: right? like he's he's not he's giving it all away. He's not giving. He's gonna give it to all him. away. Yeah,
0: yeah. I hope so. He he makes it sound like he's very altruistic, but we all we all know what happens behind closed doors. That the, that veil is exposed. Yeah but
1: yeah but he's publicly said like his children are only gonna get like enough to just make sure they they eat and survive Mm -hmm. (laughs) which probably means like a big ass house (laughs) a big Uh house and like (laughs) everything you could wish for probably like a (laughs) couple million rather than couple billion yeah (laughs) that's that's pretty cool that's pretty cool
0: yeah so maybe things will will turn out turn out better I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's that's one thing they they need to really like hammer in this country: inheritance tax,
0: inheritance tax. Yeah, mm. yeah. You
1: you can set a cap on it, right? Like, why would you want to give your children more than two billion dollars? Maybe that could be the cap, or like five hundred million. Like, why mm-hmm. why does this much wealth need to pass to the
0: next generation? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the the American dream, almost like passing down generational wealth. And you know, yeah, like after a certain point, mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous.
1: And that mm-hmm. money is never going to be in the economy. It's just going to be owned by a bunch of people. Yeah. Instead, if you taxed it, people would like not be incentivized to keep adding more money after they make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that would probably help a lot of things. It's going to give you more money to spend.
0: Mm. I was just hearing in Congress, I think. That the Republicans are pushing for a a thirty percent consumption tax, and to get rid of social security, get rid of income tax, and instead just replace everything, just thirty percent consumption tax on everything you buy. I think
1: <laughs> you know it's I, I I'm pretty sure it's like one of those symbolic shit they do because there is no way corporate america is going to let that happen. <laughs> are you kidding me? Like <laughs> it's, it's going to kill the whole foundation of this economy, which is consumerism. If you start charging uh-huh. that much with no social security, no other benefits, mm. you're screwed. Yeah. You're screwed. People are stop stop going to spending. And it's just like it's just one of those things. Yeah. I I've heard a few people say like we, we need to get rid of the IRS. No, you don't. Mm. Like who pays your taxes? like legitimately like who who thinks t- pays their taxes when they say get rid of the IRS the money taxpayer money goes to the IRS and these congress people get paid and they're like take get rid of it with plans like that 30% consumer tax of yeah. course <laughs> i
0: mean i guess the the idea would be like we're such a surplus in consumption and we consume too much as a country so that would make us consume less than, and only consume what we need but then really we would have but more i don't think that's what they're aiming for no cuz it makes them a lot of money yeah i mean you would you would make a lot more money when you actually make money like you know a lot of people's income like my income probably by the end of the year will be uh probably around like 40% taxed 40% around 40% yeah Really, yeah, close, close to that. Yeah, probably yeah, thirty five, forty percent. Um, so I'm in real estate. Yeah. So once I graduate my my course and start selling homes for commission, yeah. The government, the IRS, looks at commission as like a bonus, so they tax it higher. So it's about forty percent.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a few things I think like you're just screwed for no reason, like, married people just have it so much better when filing taxes. They just save a ridiculous amount of money Mm because the government wants you to be married (laughs) and having kids. Uh (laughs) Yeah, those things are messed up. Like, how um, is it, like, independent contractors cannot um, claim certain um, deductions, stuff like that, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's why, like, Uber... And all and all that, like they don't want to yeah. give benefits to to people in the company. They're like, oh no, they're independent contractors. <laughs> it's their car, it's their whatever. Yeah. So they yeah, try it to doesn't fuck count anybody. as
1: business expenses. I think the wear and tear of the car. What yeah, is, that's just the government fucking over people. That's nothing else.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can like write off your uh, your miles, but that's it. Like I I've done DoorDash for the past like yeah. two years and a half, and you can like write off your miles like how many miles you drove and then get like a tax exemption but nothing for wear and tear um (laughs) nothing nothing like that (laughs) at all so it is pretty ass how it's set up that way
1: yeah yeah and like the biggest the people who get like the most benefits from the government is house owners it's subsidized insanely. Those mortgage rates are extremely low. They just want you to get money and buy houses. Well, n- they're not that low right no. now. They're actually really? pretty high. Really? Yeah. No, I mean like compared to most other places, most other countries, they've uh-huh. always been low in this country. Yeah. That's because uh, it's historical. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the government gives you a bunch of money to build houses, and that, that's how like all the um, yeah all the upper-middle-class white people became really rich since the world, Second World War because mm-hmm. th- they got a bunch of money from the government. They became really rich because the houses grew in prices in 50 years, and all yeah. the black people who got no loans because it was literally the policy yeah. are now poor, and it mm-hmm. just like worsened the income divide and just separated everything. Yeah, It's kind of crazy like how, how they planned all of that shit out it's insane. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. And and like we say, it's like, like uh, before we were saying, it's stuff like behind the scenes and may not be like right in your face a lot of times, but it's just like the back door. Like we know what's really happening. They're fucking people over. Um, yeah. But hoping for change, hoping for change. Speaking of change, do you think... Do you think the world would be a better place if everybody did mushrooms at least one time?
1: Hmm. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. I, I don't think just doing it one time would impact you enough. Really? I, I've seen yeah, a ton I, of studies. Because, like, imagine you gave a bunch of mushrooms to Putin just one time. I, I don't uh-huh. think it's going to... Stop attacking Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> take a few sessions. Dale, trust me. It'll <laughs> take a few this. sessions <laughs> for world peace. <laughs> okay. Okay. Three. Three sessions. For <laughs> <laughs> three sessions for all the world leaders. Yes. 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 <laughs> If Biden makes it that far, <laughs> oh, no. man's already on like what is he on? I I think he's on crack and like he's a crack. bunch of stuff. All the th- yeah, like how how is has he how is he progressively <laughs> gotten better as he became president? That that's impossible. It's just like a good deal of drugs. Oh yeah, make a cocktail for him like specialized stuff, yeah. before an interview so he mm-hmm. can speak. He was already senile like when he was running. Yeah, he's gotten better now.
0: Which yeah, is just ridiculous. Yeah, I remember um, like the first, the first speech uh, with uh, with or debate rather with Trump and Biden. Biden seemed like really slow, yeah. shitty, and then the second speech. They gave him something. <laughs> they gave him something different. Yeah, you yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, just like they sh- gave him some <laughs> drugs. He was on point and like active. He was a completely different person, bro. Like, that is not a sober man. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand percent.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, I was concerned the president is just going to be like this dead puppet, but at yeah. least he can speak. Like, I'm pretty sure he's still a puppet. I, I yeah. don't think he can think any of the things he does. But,
0: yeah, yeah, Kamala's basically the president
1: is she though i, I feel like his advisors are, amazing. yeah, 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 i I don't know she she seems to be like just just an unlikable person. <laughs> <laughs> no one seems to like resonate with her, yeah,
0: I think she has like the worst uh i don't know, likability rate or something out of any vice president she ever, she or just something
1: like that s- seems fake, she just doesn't seem like a genuine person. Yeah. People, people like Biden a lot more because at least he's like, he believes in certain things. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's he's proud of that. She doesn't believe in anything. <laughs> <laughs> she believes in whichever way the money's coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Biden's crooked as fuck too. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. did you see... Um, so he, he's, he's, the,
1: he's the one um, that made sure you can't call bankruptcy on student loans. So he... He really he, that he did that co- when he was in Congress yeah
0: that's so oh it's, this, guy, it's this guy it's
1: this guy it's the same guy who made it easy for credit card companies to um, defraud people and set in, in insane interest rates by like making easy laws for these companies and moving them all to his home state Delaware which just got an insane influx of money mm. so if you look at all these credit card companies you'll see under the fine print, Delaware, <laughs> <laughs> finance companies headquartered Delaware. Wow, there's a few of them. <laughs> yeah, that's because it's it's easier to exist there. Mm-hmm. Just like scam a bunch of people. It's like how can you charge twenty percent interest <laughs> <laughs> on like hundred bucks? Mm. <laughs> that's ridiculous,
0: dude. That's why I like when people are like, oh, it's it's just r- the Republicans. Republicans what's bad about this country? I'm like, bro, I don't I wouldn't trust a Republican or a Democrat for a lick. Not one one bit at all. They're both equally terrible for this country and for the the average person in my opinion. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I mean, just, I don't think they're equally terrible. No. No, definitely not cuz um the Republicans want the EPA to not regulate anything, and the Democrats, at least, like want to make environmental regulations. Same thing with Democrats actually did the infrastructure bill and put some money on windmills and expanding Amtrak and building a bunch of bridges. Like the crazy bridge um, downtown is Brent Spence, mm-hmm. something like which always broken. That's getting rebuilt out of the right. infrastructure bill. Yeah, it's getting oh. money. That's so, great. Yeah, they're they're like doing shit. Um, but it's it's never enough. They're doing like the bare minimum to keep the country going and just like making everyone work so that they make more money. Mm-hmm. They're doing the bare minimum, but the Republicans are not even they I don't know, they're not a they're a party of opposition. They they don't believe in anything. They will they will literally be against like anything you they, they support Russia because Biden is... A lot of them are starting to support Russia because Biden supports Ukraine.
0: Mm. Yeah, so that's how it's bad just like opposite. Are. Yeah, I, I definitely get yeah, that.
1: Like, what's your policy, bro? Like, I get you. Like, yeah, it's very uh-huh. expensive. But what's your policy? Do not make it expensive, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: but all of them are crooked in the fact that they go back on their word mm, and just lie to the public's face. I mean, even uh biden said like around a year ago he was like if if we send tanks into into ukraine that would be the start of world war three they just sent another round of uh, tanks to ukraine
1: yeah but that's because <laughs> russia's been pushing it a lot and they've they've been able to like get away with it because russia's just, just been annihilating ukraine all around, I I think that's the problem. It's just so many people are dying, and America will never say no to a good opportunity to sell weapons. That's just it. That's very that's true. Just it. and um, <laughs> a lot of people are saying this war, especially for America, is an auction for all the new cool shit they have built in the last decade. Mm, yeah. Did you Did you know how they killed the Al Qaeda leader? Like last month, I think, a couple months ago. No. What was um, it? <laughs> It was, um, it was pretty much a bomb, but it, it went in um, and then it pretty much fired like a hundred shards, pieces of shards at um, the leader, dead death by a thousand <laughs> cuts. <laughs> it's insane. Like, these weapons are so precise. And then, apparently, Raytheon CEO has been bragging about this shit for the last year. He's like, when you see this thing, it's going to be so <laughs> cool. I'm like, so excited about it. <laughs> they Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, the, the kind of shit they can pull off. They can just, like kill you in a crowd without anyone else being touched (laughs) (laughs) just like that damn that's That's so precise that's just like a massive fuck you to just that one person (laughs) (laughs) yeah it really is yeah i was just saying like why do we need such sophisticated technology to harm others you know that's that's part of the problem why are we prioritizing something like that obviously i see i see the potential like the technology's there like you got great minds who can create anything you ask of them yeah, yeah, so maybe put that towards something better exactly and that's the problem like all all of this even the internet came from the military like most of the shit that technology that we use comes from the military because they fund everything and they gps i think came from sp- no was it the military? The GPS? I know internet is. Mm. It's just they fund everything, right. and yeah. then after a while, they're like, "All right, you can have it to the public."
0: Yeah, it uh, it all starts with military, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. yeah, imagine if we actually like put money into things, just like yeah, just to just to like create new technology and yeah. stuff like, like education and yeah, yeah, instead of having other motives, and just like directly, like, okay, I wanna I wanna solve this problem and then do it. That would be so much better. Yeah. With so much money.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. It just goes to, like, human flaw, though, because there's, you know, there is bad people out there. Not that they're maybe, maybe they didn't, they weren't born as a bad person, but, you know, they're a bad person now, probably, and they want to kill people, you know. So that's, you know, there has to be some defense, for sure. I'm, I'm not... Saying we shouldn't have a military, of course, like that's, yeah, that's that's why our government is a thing.
1: But most of the most of the threats facing this country are self-created. Yeah. It's, um. Yeah. Like Syria is just wanting to fight with Russia. Afghanistan is pretty much like. Who do you think funded the Taliban when they were fighting yeah. the Russians? That was Americans. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. that's how they had so many sophisticated weapons. Mm-hmm. It's all over the world. It's always America. They left all this, all a bunch of shit in Iraq. Now it's ISIS. It's everywhere. They, because it's so expensive to bring back all this technology, they just leave it there. Like the last, when they left Afghanistan for good, they left all the weapons. So the Taliban is really powerful now with American weapons. <laughs> and they also destabilize the fuck out of these places. If, you, if you're just a young kid and you just see like half your neighborhood blown up for no reason, you would be pissed. And yeah. like, I, I guess like if you're growing up, like if you're surrounded by bad people, like they'll make you do horrible things. Mm-hmm. Just fire that rage. Yeah. And it is being started by this country doing stupid shit they're like um, they they spent like all of the 80s 90s destabilizing South and Central America and now they have the gall to say there's too many refugees coming from there. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. You can't pull that off. After mm. selling them weapons, after fucking them over for years, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like people from Cuba are going to come here because you invaded their country. People from Haiti are going to come here because you invaded their country. People from everywhere are going to c- come here as refugees because you fucked them over. That's the thing. Yeah. No one gets that. It's just, it's just a sad thing.
0: Yeah, it is. It is pretty sad. It's just, I mean, you can't blame them for wanting that that revenge.
1: It's not even revenge. Like these people just want to live,
0: you know.
1: Most the most of the people that come to the Mexican border are they just want to live. They're they like some of the um, journalists have tracked some of these people. There was this woman, I think from Honduras, who was. Fleeing from a gang and said, um, they killed my family. They're going to kill me. Please let me in. After like a month of a court case in like ICE detention, she was sent back. The journalist tracked her. She was dead. As soon as she went back, she was dead (laughs) from the gang. So that's what it's like for a lot of these people. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, what what else? Like, I know Mexico is fucked. Um, yeah. even like without too much U.S. interference, <laughs> 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 but um, the rest of the country is, is on America. It's just they they would sell weapons to all these drug lords or um, yeah, just like to get their agenda going. Mm-hmm. The CIA has done a lot of that shit. Yeah, even like Iran, the reason they hate America is not because like they're a Muslim country. You know, in the 1940s, um, the democratically elected government of Iran wanted to nationalize their oil because they were like, we're not going to let these Western countries take all the profits. And um, British Petroleum asked the British government, who asked the CIA to topple the Iranian government, which they did. And then the country's never been politically stable since. Mm -hmm. And um, the oil was still nationalized after a few years, but... um, they topple the government for oil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the CIA doesn't even deny this because it's so old. It's from
0: 1943. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's wild.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's just they they invade anything, everything. There's always some motive. They're just, like, Mm -hmm. trying to steal some, yeah, resources or, like, have a political agenda. It's Mm -hmm. just everywhere is sad
0: yeah it is sad how do you stay not nihilistic what do you mean like, like how do you stay like non-suicidal looking at society and all of its uh flaws and sadness and hate and discrimination and all the bad things we see every day how do you stay positive through all that
1: it it does stress me out <laughs> a lot. I don't mm. even realize this. I'm just like, you just hear something on the news and it just sticks in your mind the whole day. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like shit, like, um, did you, did you see that video from Atlanta where they pretty much like kick this poor guy to death, kick and punch him, just like beat the shit out of him. Six cops. Yeah. Yeah. Mad. I did see that. that huh. So disturbing. That, Tyree. that was just, yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Like, I don't think I stay. I don't positive.
0: think that was Atlanta. I think that was um,
1: Tennessee, some somewhere.
0: Yeah. Anyway, anyway, what were you saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I stay positive. I'm like, something's happening around you. You mm-hmm. cannot just run away from it, reject it. You just process through it. And I'm glad that I, yeah. It's like I have it better than probably most people on this planet. There's no war around here, you know. There's yeah. Yeah, my life is not in immediate danger. It's like, there's no food insecurity. There's, yeah, there's no homelessness for me, anything like that. So I do have it better than most people. So yeah, I just appreciate it. Lots to be that grateful that for. And just process what comes through once at a time. I, I don't think you have to be positive. You're not supposed to be positive. The world's going to shit. You're supposed to just process it through and just like find some meaning, find some reason out of it, and just find your thing to contribute to it or help it as much as you can
0: Mm.
1: yeah
0: yeah that's the thing so many times we we create so many of the problems and even create uh, a positive mindset as well when really if we just step back and look at the world how like it is just no judgment from that then that can be a very helpful perspective
1: yeah,
0: but yeah. I think that's a. I guess yeah, you you can't let
1: yourself go mad about it. Yeah. Because yeah, there are. Uh, that's why I I sometimes specifically look for uplifting news. Yeah. Um um, and that helps. Mm-hmm. It's just like there there is a lot of good things happening. It's just good things don't get as many clicks on media. So yeah, that's, that's why they they only give you the bad news most of the time. Yeah.
0: Breaking news! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Another tragedy. Yeah, you can't say
1: like breaking news. Everyone's happy today. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: that that won't get any clicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, does does meditation help you through that? Just like being in the moment, because I, I feel like that that helps me so many times. Like we, when we see these news articles or have like a bad day or, or something's going on, and you you just meditate and breathe through it, and you're just like, oh, like right now in this moment yeah. right here it's it's pretty good it's pretty yeah, good yeah it's just
1: you can you can have fun with your life regardless of what you hear on the news yeah and it it always improves your mood <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah working out meditating just going out for a walk you know mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of things we can do to just feel peace
0: feel yeah happy mm-hmm. yeah well any any last last words for the podcast um no, this was cool. Thanks for inviting me. Mm-hmm. This is cool talk. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think there's.
1: Yeah, we're in a library, so hopefully we weren't too loud. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. S- yeah. S- sorry, <laughs> sorry for, for messing <coughs> with yeah, your studies. Cool po- podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this po- the podcast is more important than your <laughs> <laughs> than your chemistry class <laughs> test. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.